authors welcome back to another podcast episode my name is daria white thank you so much for tuning in today for those of you that have already pre-ordered match made christmas thank you so much if you haven't you can it will be available officially july 6th this year in an ebook and a paperback version so i hope you guys enjoy Today's episode is actually a follow-up to the episode, Are You Repeating Yourself? But I'm calling this episode sparingly, meaning when we show and tell, I do think there needs to be a balance with this. But when you show, we know that there are different ways to do that, whether it's through figurative language, body language, facial expressions, dialogue, indirect dialogue uh, with your thoughts or direct dialogue you know whether you're narrating it or if you're revealing it with the internal thoughts so it can be direct or indirect and of course you know metaphors similes all that good stuff but some things were pointed out to me because I have another release that I'm working on and I'm planning on releasing it in the fall so look for the cover reveal soon I've already revealed it to my subscribers to my newsletters but with this particular manuscript i already sent it out to a beta reader and i got some feedback that was very enlightening and it's interesting how people can point things out to us that we never thought of and like really i do that i never realized it but it's okay we all have those hang-ups so it's fine you're in good company two things were pointed out to me one was basically keeping it simple apparently i was using words to make it to where I had this beautiful prose and trying to use big words but I was really complicating it and my beta reader was saying I think you're trying too hard so in cases like that it is best to keep it simple I know we all want to sound like the greats out there the best sellers out there the writers that we know and love maybe some of our writing buddies are good at prose and narratives and descriptions and they just have a knack for it it's okay if you're not there yet but remember while it is okay to stretch your skills and get that thesaurus out and find another word that's going to be best suited for the scene it is okay to keep it simple and just simply say she walked across the room you don't have to say she journeyed she moseyed she sauntered all those are good words but sometimes it is best to say she walked (laughs) so i didn't realize that i was doing that i knew that i was trying to expand my vocabulary if you will but it is best sometimes to keep it simple so don't feel like you have to over complicate it keep it simple move on and when it is called for go ahead and use a different word but don't feel like you have to so as I read back through it myself I was like yeah I think I am trying too hard but it's okay because I'm stretching my skills I'm wanting to get better and I'm wanting to sharpen my craft so that is okay Another thing that was pointed out to me was the fact that I use too many internal thoughts. Now, this is one of my favorite things to do. So this was a harder pill for me to swallow because I love revealing thoughts with my characters, especially if they're in a scene and it's dialogue. I love revealing what she's thinking, but the guy has absolutely no clue what she's thinking and of course vice versa I love having him talk and share things with her but he thinks something and she has absolutely no clue I think it adds more depth I think it shows readers my thinking process of my characters 
and it gets to show another side of them. Maybe they are fearing something that they don't want to voice just yet. So I love revealing that to readers because they kind of have an inside note on it, whereas the other people in the room in the particular scene have absolutely no clue. So I personally like that. But when I looked back over it, I realized that I was doing that five to seven times on just one page alone. And my beta reader was saying, I like that, it's okay, but it was a little bit much for me. It kind of took me out of the scene. And I was already showing it through dialogue, so I didn't necessarily have to take it a step further and reveal the thoughts behind it. So this is another reason why it's good to have your beta readers and your critique partners because they can point those things out to you. Again, I personally love it. <laughs> I enjoy it. But instead of having five to seven plus thoughts on one page or in one scene, why not cut it down to maybe three, possibly two, to make the story stronger, to make the scene stronger, to possibly just keep that as a suspense. Maybe you don't have to tell your readers everything. We may feel like we need to, we may feel like we have to explain things, but don't feel like you necessarily have to. If it adds a little bit more suspense to where it engrosses the reader, go ahead and take that out. So I'm going back through it. Of course, I have a few more beta readers that I'll be sending it out to to get their opinion, but that was very enlightening for me and I never thought about it. Again, I love the thoughts. I, again, I love beautiful prose. For those of you that can write the beautiful prose and narratives, I am working on it. I am working on it. I personally love dialogue. But even with dialogue, I have to remember not to use too much. You want to use it sparingly. With everything that you write, there has to be a point to it. It has to move the story forward. It has to move it to that climatic scene. And if it's unnecessary, take it out. It may sound pretty. You may feel like I spent two hours trying to perfect this paragraph to have some beautiful prose here. But if it's not relevant, you need to cut it out. So that's with anything. So when I say use it sparingly, you have to go back through it and say, okay, what is really necessary here? Is this moving my story forward or is this just a lot of fluff because I'm trying to make a word count? I know some of us are trying to make a word count. We may have our own personal goal with a word count, but it's okay if it just doesn't fit. That happens. It's part of the process. So don't get down on yourself. So I do encourage you to get your writing buddies to look over it for you. They can point some things out to you that maybe you didn't even, I don't know. You probably thought, oh, I never thought about that. Hmm, I didn't realize I did that. And then, of course, make your own list. We talked about that. Make your own list of your hangups, things that you tend to repeat, things that you tend to rehash. Maybe, I don't know what it is. We all have our different hangups, but it's okay. Make a note of that and try to avoid it as best you can in the future. And should you forget, that's what your writing buddy is for, to help point that out to you so that we all can have stronger stories that our readers will love. So I hope all this was helpful. Again, take this sift through it you don't have to take my advice verbatim this is just something that i have been working on so i hope it was helpful to you so you guys have an awesome rest of your day and remember always if you wrote a book it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you god bless talk to you guys later bye